Welcome to the Grant Writing Simplified Podcast. This is the place to learn how to make a big impact in your community through grant writing and nonprofit consulting. The world needs you to step forward as a grant writer and use your skills to lead with confidence. I'm Teresa Huff, former special ed teacher turned grant writer and nonprofit strategist. In my 20 years of freelancing, I've helped nonprofits triple their funding and exponentially increase their reach. Now I'm stepping up to mentor freelancers and nonprofit leaders like you who are ready to take your skills to the next level. It's time to get intentional about your vision so you can create lasting change in your community. Learn the skills and strategies you need to become the grant writer the world needs. Let's do this. Hey friends, this month I'm going to be rolling out some new resources for you, so stick around. Right now, the Fast Track to Grant Writer is amazing, and I'm so proud of the progress my students in there are making. It's like miracle Grow for grant writers. If you've been wondering whether grant writing is your next step, you can check it out and join today at TeresaHuff.com VIP. If you're anything like me, you really try to stay on top of all your upcoming grant deadlines and reporting. However, this can get really complicated when you're juggling several projects at once and even across multiple clients. I really don't want to drop the ball on a project, especially when clients are counting on me to help them bring in funding. One effective way I found to alleviate this is through an online tool called Instrumental. Instrumental does the heavy lifting and serves up the best fit of open grant opportunities based on my search criteria. As grant opportunities come in, Instrumental does the triage for you, and it leaves only the best matches for your nonprofit. You don't have to worry about scouring the grant listings every day, afraid you'll miss a new posting. They offer a lot of advanced insights into each funder, things that would normally take hours to research. I really want you to see how this tool can magically serve up the best grant matches for your nonprofit too. So I partnered with Instrumental to give you a free two-week trial and $50 off your first month. You can go to TeresaHuff.com Instrumental to start your free trial, and you can use code GWSPOD. Customers save an average of three hours a week. It's definitely worth giving it a test drive, so go check it out and let me know how you like it. All right, friends, today we're going to be talking about grant writing and coffee mugs. (laughs) Now, you may be wondering, what do coffee mugs have to do with grant writing exactly? Besides, of course, drinking lots of coffee to stay awake when you're under a tight deadline to finish the grant. (laughs) That's not what I mean, though. A few days ago, I was up early and getting a mug for my coffee. I reached up to the shelf and I looked across at all our coffee mugs. Now this is a pretty random variety of mugs on this shelf. And it got me to thinking that grant writing is a little bit like those coffee mugs. Now let me explain. Our everyday dishes are a nice plain white set that my husband and I got for a wedding gift with all the matching plates and saucers and such. And they came with these white teacups that go along with the set. Those cups look really pretty on the shelf. Even though we've moved several times, they've always matched every kitchen we've had because they're just a good classic white set. But when it comes to our everyday coffee habit, those matching white cups aren't the ones we use every day. Behind another door, I keep the mismatched, chipped, random colored coffee mugs. And each one tells a story. 
One of them reminds us of our family vacation to Sanibel Island a few years ago. Another was from a good friend that I haven't seen in years. Another one was a gift from a mentor. Another one was from a Valentine's Day where the kids went shopping with their dad and they picked out a mug just for me. Others are from a job in a past life or an alma mater. Each one tells a story and each one is memorable. And those are the ones that we use every day because they're like old friends and we love the shared stories. If you came over, you wouldn't know most of the stories just by looking unless we tell them. And grants are kind of the same way. At least they should be if you do your job well. As grant writers, we need to tell the story of the nonprofit. We need to make it memorable. Remember the three C's that I always tell you? Make it clear, concise, and compelling. Sometimes that means telling the story of one person who has changed because of this program. Sometimes it means taking a list of boring data and numbers and statistics and drawing that out and painting a compelling picture of the huge need in the community. It's knowing which of the key pieces to highlight to move the story along and which ones aren't so relevant. It's also wading through lots of research and data, knowing that when you found the golden thread, you can tie it all together. One of my clients is a nonprofit senior center, and I love helping them tell their story in grants and articles and donor letters and things because for one, it's so compelling. And second, it makes such a difference in their lives. You can see the joy written all over their faces when they're in these exercise classes, and you can tell how much it truly energizes them. You can feel the camaraderie when you just walk in the building and listen to their conversations. The center is truly developing a community of support that has become a lifeline for those senior adults. And the grant funders get it. And that's the result of a powerful story. I select the personal impact stories and data that are most relevant to each application and to each funder. And then I weave them together in a way that clearly paints the picture of what's happening in their community. If a funder's main focus is senior adult health and say, preventing falls, then I'm not going to spend the whole grant application talking about their lunch program. I might mention the lunch program just to show what services are available there, but I'm going to focus the bulk of my research on how risky falls are for senior adults. I'm going to tell stories about how the exercise program has made such a difference in their health and so on. Back in episode 51, I shared six meaningful ways that your nonprofit can build relationships with grant funders. And this storytelling is another great way to do that. So in the same way, those coffee mugs on my shelf aren't perfect. Some are chipped and they sure don't match. If you looked in my cabinet at that shelf, (laughs) you'd wonder if I had any decorating sense at all. But that's part of the beauty of it. And we don't apologize for it. Instead, we tell the stories. We don't hide the imperfections because they're part of the stories. No nonprofit is perfect, and funders know that. They don't expect you to be perfect, but they want to know your story. They want to know how you're making a difference. What programs are moving the needle for you? They want to know how you're overcoming challenges and how you're impacting lives. 
We don't tell all the stories of the coffee mugs all the time, and neither should you. <laughs> Our guests' eyes would glaze over, and they might doze off if we brought out the entire shelf of mismatched coffee mugs. <laughs> that would be torture. But we tell the high points. We tell about the one mug they're using. We remember the seasons, the events, the vacations. Some stories we don't need to tell. The mug speaks for itself. It's the same with grant funders. Consider the person on the other side. What would you want to read if you were the grant reviewer? Then make your story clear, concise, and compelling, and write for that person. What stories are you collecting? And where can you keep them to pull out when you need to? What kind of visuals can you use to better tell your story? Maybe it's not coffee mugs, but maybe it's a behind-the-scenes picture of your volunteers working late at night to stock the food pantry. Maybe it's a comment from a client whose life was changed with your nonprofit's help. Maybe a graph or chart can give a real visual of the impact you're making. Stories can be a mix of facts and personal experience. The data builds credibility, and that adds detail that you need, and the experiences make it personal and memorable. There are a lot of ways to incorporate both. It's kind of like with good copywriting, when you need to appeal to both the logic and the emotion. You need to know your audience so you can know the appropriate balance between the two. I mentioned today's sponsor, Instrumental, and I love how their system helps grant writers and nonprofits collect the data on autopilot so we can focus more on telling our stories. I highly recommend giving them a try because we have enough on our nonprofit plates already, and this is one aspect of our work that they've made it really easy to offload. You can check that out again at teresahuff.com instrumental with the code GWSPOD. I want to leave you with a challenge question today. What's your nonprofit story, and how will you tell it? If you're a nonprofit and you need support telling your story, you can go apply to work with me at teresahuff.com slash nonprofits. And if you're a grant writer wanting to help nonprofits tell their story, then let's get you on the fast track to grant writer today. If this episode was helpful for you, would you do me a favor and share it with a friend? We need to spread the word so we can have more nonprofits out there growing and supporting their communities. All right, my friends you know what to do. Go change your world.